Well, and welcome to the Wellness Hour with the Pat. This week we have a packed episode for you. We visit St. Teresa's Nursing Home and take on the Guinness Book of Records or whatever they call it there. We also go to see Willie Malumby by the river there, do a bit of fly fishing with him there. And we visit the clinic with Vet Cahill Devaney in the reptile room and much, much more. Hello, it's away in a home where we visit St. Teresa's Nursing Home and Nursing Home in our area. And two old characters there, Matt and Shanahan and Pad Isle, who are taking on the Big Suck Challenge here today. Well, we're back at St. Teresa's Nursing Home here with the great Martin Shannon and Pad Isle, uh, where this week's challenge is the Long Suck. You've heard of the Long Puck, but before this week, we're going to go put two of the lads up against each other in the Long Suck. Sucking what you may ask. Well, this week, we're going to try and break the Guinness World record book or book of world records I don't know what to call it of sucking up the most jelly in a minute can I have raspberry oh. <laughs> sorry Matt no we only have the one flavour here the strawberry and the lime jelly or two flavours I should say uh, because you'll be sucking up enough of it now you won't care what flavour you'll be sucking well, uh, can I have the trifle <laughs> no Pat the jelly challenge it's in the title there there's no trifle <laughs> sorry to tell you that uh, where are you off to the, the nurse knows I hate Pavlova. I won't eat it now, and I thought of that many times. I don't no. like Pavlova. No, no one said anything about Pavlova, Pat. No, this is the jelly challenge. I'm, I'm sick of saying it. I, I like Pavlova, but we never get Pavlova anymore. And I said it to the nurse, we should do Pavlova. Jesus, lads, what's with the Pavlova? It's the jelly challenge for Jesus Christ. That will you someone shut the door on that one there? She's starting to deny me now again. Look, it's 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 the jelly challenge for the Guinness Book of Records. Now, sit down with you the two you. Jesus Mary. We have no Pavlova, right? So we have two plates in front of us there, and you have to suck up as much as you can with your hands behind your back. And it's all to be done in a minute. The record now is as it stands at 1017 grams of jelly, uh, which is just over a kilo. I, I haven't had the dinner yet, and I don't like having the sweets before the dinner. Are we, are we to have the dinner now? No, it's the jelly nurse. challenge. Jesus, Matt, just look here, look. Put your hands behind your back, the Dewey. Will you close that door, lad? And put your hands behind your back, right? Now, just the two plates of jelly. I have the timer here. Five, four, three, two... Go! Well, wasn't that lovely? Uh, Martin Shannon and Pat Isle there taking each other on on the long sock. I love that. Great spending some time with small people. They're very funny. And uh, next week, tune in again when we'll be having the big quiz. Hello, Pat. Ah, yes. If you think I'm whispering, you'd be right. Because it is the wellness time with Willie Malumby. A man who has fallen on hard times and gone to dark places, but has come out of himself and is sharing some nuggets with us. And is doing today the same with some fly fishing with Willie Malumby.
Well, here we are at uh, Mulcair River, uh, where Willie said to meet him. Um, it's an absolutely beautiful location. It's funny, you could be driving past here every day and you just never stop to think. And I think that, that's probably the essence of what Willie is trying to talk about today. Um, he was saying to me to come down and get out into the wilderness and what better location than a bit of fly fishing on the river. It's a great way, as he says himself, for someone to, I suppose, reflect and, uh, apart from the relaxation side of it, there is a kind of a meditation thing about being in the river he was saying um of course that's if you don't lose your footing <laughs> he was very funny actually he was telling me a very funny story i might try i won't ruin it on you now i'll try and get willie to recreate it for me about uh, an incident that happened in, well, fishing in this very same hole actually <laughs> um it's a lovely trout spot and uh, and salmon but there's often a lot as he says himself this time you know you can get a lot of ducks and geese in there um, we're coming up to the spot, I think. Oh, there's a bit of lively action. Oh, there's this. Yeah, I think there's Willie outside in the river now. He must be out there waiting out, doing a bit of fly fishing. I'll just see if I can get his attention. Hello, Willie. Fuck off. Willie. He must be cutting a few weeds or something. He's splashing around a bit. Uh oh. Uh, Willie. Well, is, that, is everything all right, Willie? Oh, jeez, he's up to throw Willie, can I... Oh, jeez, he's up to throw another rock. Mike, Willie, that, that was very close. Jesus, Willie, leave this one alone. Willie! Willie! He's up to... Willie, join the call, someone. Willie! Is everything all right? Willie! Well, I, I'm going to go for Will I call again? One second, Willie. I'm going to switch this thing off. Well, that was a bit disappointing now. Unfortunately, there, we had to cut that one short with Willie. We obviously caught him at a bad time there. And it's a pity now because I, I, I'd love a bit of fishing myself and I, I would like to have heard that story. He's a gas man when he, he tells a good yarn. But hopefully next week we'll catch up with him and he'll be giving us some other nuggets on, on something. Whatever. Well, it brings us to that time of the week uh, where we have the acoustic room where we try and feature a local artist uh, who's making a they're making their waves on the scene as they say, <laughs> cutting uh, a disc. <laughs> so we have this week. Who have we, Kathleen? There we have. Um, we have a local lad here, I can't I can't seem to find a name, and he's singing a song uh, called, is that right? Yeah, it's real? Oh, yeah, it's the shit song. And uh, look, we'll let him listen to, let you listen to it then, and take it away. We had a fun when we were young, jumping from the old cow shed. Covered in shite from head to toe Before we went to bed You can keep your ultra bargain Salt in larger more For the greatest summer's pastime Was diving in manure I remember the tractor arriving And the trailer full of shite And me father standing in the backyard Saying tip it over there to the right We ran into the house 
a drone on our willy boots. We climb above and tap our rails to be the first to find the roof. A wind that dragged the fool away. I was left was a horse stool. But to us in the hazy summer's day, it was ours, women fool. We're like the lads from Macapoco, diving from the rocks. And we often got our boots stuck in shite and walked out in our socks. We had our fun when we were young, jumping from the Alcachet. We were covered in shite from head to toe before we went to bed. You can keep your anthropogenes salt in larger more. For the greatest summer pastime was diving in manure. Grandfather, he'd come around and he'd give us all a treat. And we'd sit upon the pile of shite and suck on bonbon sweets. We'd play all night upon the shite till we had sleepy heads. And in those days, we didn't have a bat, so they put us straight to bed. We had our fun when we were young, jumping from the alcohol shed. We were covered in shite from head to toe before we went to bed. You can keep your ultra pockets all in the Lord more. For the greatest summer pastime was diving in manure. We had great times, we had nothing, jumping from the alcohol shed. We were the happiest little children making things up in our head. We play all day. I brought the air till it was late at night. And when I tell people how great it was, they say I'm talking shit. We had a fun when we were young, jumping from the alcohol shed. And we were covered in shite from head to toe before we went to bed. And you can keep your ultramarkin salt in large and more. For the greatest summer's pastime was diving in manure. lovely that was a lovely song there about a fella jumping in shite and lord god we did it plenty times ourselves during the summer we enjoyed ourselves there jumping around the place and why wouldn't you and up next it's our weekly trip to the clinic the veterinary clinic with Cahill Devaney and this week Cahill has shown us how to tame an angry snake well no better man than Cahill hello Cahill Devaney here and I'd like to talk to you today about reptiles and how to train an angry snake. Well, contrary to popular belief, there's no such thing as an angry snake. There are only defensive ones. And if you think back to Adam and Eve 
It was the woman and not the snake that made the boo-boo. But of course, the snake got all the blame and ended up being feared for life. Also, in the cowboy movies, it is when a cowboy stumbles across a rattlesnake and only then will the snake defend itself. If the snake was allowed to go about its business and left alone, I think we'd see the poor fellas getting distressed and lashing out. We wouldn't see that at all. So I'd like you to show you today <clears throat> some techniques on how to handle an aggressive snake. So, the most important thing to do with a snake that is not trained yet, and I prefer to use that term rather than an aggressive snake, they're only ones that haven't been trained yet, is to hold it and let the snake get familiar with you. I recommend you take the little fella out 15 minutes for approximately two hours every day if you can afford the time and let the little fella know that you are not prey or a predator. It can be a bit scary at first to reach into an aggressive snake's enclosure or one that hasn't been trained I should say and pick them up but I can assure you that it's fine unless they unless they haven't unless they've just eaten I suppose. So let's get the little fella out. Could we open the door there and we'll bring in the little cage. <laughs> he's a feisty little fella now. He's, he's just a little bit, <coughs> a little bit excited. I think there's one method, of course, that you could do for them either musically minded, is to try and charm. Get the dog out, lads. Let's get the dog out. That's 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 not helping now, anymore. One thing you could do is to play a bit of music for it and try and charm it. Hand me over that just a little new lads one e just a little ukulele there. Pass that over to me. Seems to have calmed him down on oh, the little fella now. He's curling up a little bit. That's typical of the, the bull nose uh, now. The he's a little bit more relaxed now. And this is a good time now. Just I'm gonna and if, when I step back with him now, you can all step back. Don't anyone come close. We don't want to get too excited. I'm just going to reach into his little cage now and take him out. <laughs> oh god Jesus! Oh, oh it's okay, I'm okay. <laughs> A little nick into the hand there, and he didn't mean any harm. And that you can look at his now, he's relaxed. You can go right up to his nose. I rub my nose up. He's on you, you lovely little. He's got me in the nose. He's got me in the nose. He's got me in the lovely. Uh, great to hear Cahill there again. Uh, very insightful and he's, what a lovely way he has with all types of uh, animals and reptiles and what have you. And he was a feisty little fella. Can tell you. He reminds me of a fella I have at home. <laughs> Picked him up on the holidays. Brought him back in a suitcase. Lovely little fella there. And, oh God, the wife doesn't take too well to him but <laughs> he's great old crack. Hello, <laughs> 
Again, it's our weekly trip to the countryside, or as Joe Duffy would say, that place outside Dublin. We're here at Ger and Breda Fahey's farm uh, at the Cumra Mountains. Uh, on a, a very poignant day, Ger and uh, Breda have invited us here because Ger has decided to go into avocado farming and he's getting rid of his herd today, selling them off at the mart. So it's his last day uh, culling the herd, I, I suppose you could say. So it's uh, we've, we're here at a very, I suppose, poignant moment in the whole thing, but a, a very optimistic time for Ger and Breda as well because it's a new beginning. Uh, as well as that, so uh, we decided we'd come here and have a chat with Ger about it. Well, Ger, they're all loaded up in the truck. Is uh, this is a, I suppose, a difficult time for you, or, or, or is it, Ger? Is it is it an upbeat uh, time, a, a positive, uh, optimistic time for yourself and Breda? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, it is optimistic, all right. I was just talking to Breeder. We're fairly upbeat. This is the last of the herd now. We just got him up there on the back of the trailer. Close it down, Breeder. That one, yeah. Close that one down. Yeah, that's all right. Well, sorry, they were just closing off the, the fence there. Um, yeah, so, uh, take him in, Breeder. Take him in. Take him in. Go in. Jesus, I shoot that fella. Breeder, lock him up, will you? I don't want him to get out under a truck or something like that. So, we're, yeah, we're the last time we're up there. We're fairly upbeat. We're heading to the mat now. I'm very excited about it. Uh, it'll be a, a, a truckload of cattle going out and maybe a truckload of avocados coming home. Who knows? If we get a good price from in the mat, I'd be hopeful. They're a bit restless, so we'll, I tell you, <laughs> we'll hit the road. And that was it. Off we were, uh, pulling out of the yard. I, I couldn't help but to notice that Ger uh, was upbeat, happy, optimistic, in great form, and um, unusually happy. So I, I just all I could say is I think this is definitely the start of new beginnings for him. Well, we arrived at the mart and Ger was still upbeat and in great form. He was getting the cattle into the pen, but it wasn't long before the sales took place and I could definitely see a change in Ger's demeanour. And I think as the day went on, the reality started to dawn. So, Ger, we're here now. We're just about to pull out of the yard here at the mart and uh, I suppose it's a brave new start for you. You've gotten rid of the herd. Um, how are you feeling now? Yeah, um... Gosh, I didn't expect to feel like this now, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm not sure. I nearly need to take a minute, you know. Um, they're all gone. I was just on the phone to Breda. She said the, she said the yard at home was quiet as well, you know. And, um, well, I suppose it's... <laughs> you didn't expect this, like, you know. I was... I, I, I suppose I didn't realise I was as attached to some of the cattle as I was, like. I used to talk to them every night. You know, and um, you'd know all their names, like every one of them. I suppose it's a new change now. I, I, I don't see myself talking to avocados.
Well, we're here with the Toss of the Week. I was looking forward to this myself this week, all week. Toss of the Week, of course, is assembled by Kathleen Dale, my lovely assistant. And uh, she's after giving me this one here. Which one is it? Uh, be good to do. turn down the music, Kathleen, a little bit, please. Turn it down. Yeah, down, turn, turn it down. I can't get myself tick. The Toss of the Week this week is Be Good to Do to. do oh, geez, that, No, that was last week, Kathleen. What? Underneath it? Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, I have it there, yeah. And this one, uh, the thought this week is, be kind to your children, because they are the ones who will be choosing your nursing home. <laughs> oh, now, uh, yeah, Kathleen's put that together, a little <laughs> bit pointed, I'd say, Kathleen. Uh, Kathleen's parents are both going into a nursing home this week. We'd like to wish them the very best look from myself, the pair, and all on the team here uh, with their new move. Well, it's our weekly trip to the doctor. And this week we're off to our doctor, Dr. Fintan O'Brien, at Kerry's North A&E Department. A man that's been great to think about doing procedures on yourself for people out there, a way of saving time and money. And this week his procedure he's doing is the dislocated shoulder. As he says himself... The relocation. Hello, Dr. Finchin O'Brien here, carrying out any department here. This week I'd like to talk to you a little bit about a uh, common enough complaint that comes through the door here. We see an awful lot, especially a lot of the youth that are on here playing the rugby and uh, the, the Gaelic. They come in here and I've been all sorts of big legs and small as they're all doing the same thing, dislocating every bit of their body. Legs, knees, arms, shoulders and what have you. And it's a common enough complaint and it's something that lads have no need to come to the hospital for. If they were to down the side of a pitch there, go back into the dressing room, they could easily relocate the shoulder themselves, or if someone was with him, they could get someone to do it. So I'm going to, that's the procedure I'm going to work on here today. I'm going to work on uh, relocating a dislocated shoulder. I brought in a neighbour's child collar here because I, it's, it's very hard. problem I have here today is I, I don't have anyone with a dislocated shoulder. So I'm going to do this procedure on myself. I'm going to dislocate my shoulder first, and then we'll proceed to push it back in. So the easiest way to do it... If you're dislocating, and a common way often for fellas that aren't on the pitch playing, if you're a fella in a lounge bar or at home, even at home is worse than most places, you can dislocate his shoulder very easy by just walking into a door. And uh, I'm going to try walking into a door now and see if I can dislocate it. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, that's no, I did that. I, I, well, that's the best thing for me to do, and I'm going to say this again now, is, is get Connell, uh, a neighbour's child there, to uh, shut the door on top of it. Stop playing with it, Connell, just hold it for a minute, I just tell you now. So the first thing you can do is if he closed the door on me there, um, I can get. Oh, Jesus! Oh! <laughs> no, that's not. No, that's still okay. It's near, nearly there. <laughs> We'll try it again. I'll try it again, but I, I suppose to look away. And, oh, Jesus! Oh, 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 she's out. Oh, she's like rubber. Oh, she's just dangling away now. I, oh, Jesus. Oh, mother of God. 
She is well dislocated. You couldn't dislocate her anymore. No, the only way, the only way now to do it is to, if you're to run into a door and run into a wall. So have you ever seen that film? Oh my God, this is a film deadly weapon. Ah, there with that fella. What's his name again? Oh Christ, I can't think of it. I'm in such pain. Deadly weapon there with Mel Gibson. He was a Irish stone dislocated. And the way he do it is hold himself up and make a good job and I'm going to run into the wall, you know? Oh no. Oh yeah. I'm going to try it one more time now. I go back again. I'm going to run out of it now. Well, that's where we leave Dr. Fintan O'Brien in the waiting room. And, of course, he was all right there. He just knocked himself out there a little bit. But there was a nurse on hand to look after him, and he was fine after that. We'll be tuned into the waiting room next week to visit Dr. Fintan O'Brien when he's doing... Uh, this is a dislocated... No, we did that. Uh, he's doing skin cysts, where he'll be removing various different skin cysts and uh, showing you how you can do that at home. Hello. Uh. Well, we hope you've enjoyed the wellness hour with the pair. Tune in next week when we'll be going to Away in a Home, put the lads through a few more challenges. We've new music in the acoustic room. Visit Dr. Fintan O'Brien where he's going to show us a new procedure you can do on yourself at home. All this week was 26 minutes, which gives you 34 minutes to yourself. We hope you enjoyed it. Tune in next week. Hello, pair.